Hello and welcome to the Objective Health Show. I am your host, Doug, and with me in our virtual studio from all over the planet are Erica, Elliot, and Tiff. Hello. Hi. And in the background, on the ones and twos, keeping it real, is Damien. Hello. So today we are talking about the fact that the world has exploded in protest. At last, Yay. finally, <laughs> finally. I've been waiting for this for a year and a half. Yeah. But not in America. No, it's true. <laughs> I have, I don't know if people are going to be able to make it out, but I have all lists of the different um, cities around the world that had uh, uh, joined in the World Freedom Rally. And I was surprised at some of the ones on there, especially some ones in Canada, my hometown. But um, I didn't see many from the U.S., Actually, I don't know if I saw any from the U.S. You know why that is? Because the people in the U.S. are still armed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have to protest. Oh, I hope that that's the reason. <laughs> I hope that it's not that we're just too dumbed down from the TV and the fast foods and whatnot. I hope that that's truly the reason. Yeah. I do, like, too. I'm with, I'm with Tiff. But as always, I'm the optimist on the show. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, four or five uh, cities in Canada actually joined in, and I was surprised by that because usually Canadians tend to be a bunch of passive, uh, accept whatever is given to them kind of people. So, yeah, go Canada. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's been a number of different ones that have been in the news. France is probably the thing, the like specifically Paris is probably the one that's getting the the most attention because they're big, uh, quite yeah. large. Where I am, it's it's as you can see, I'm 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 on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> right. Paris protests, right? It's going off here. How'd you get everybody There's to stay still? Well, I, I managed to convince them. <laughs> it's going off. There's a lot of people who are not happy about the pass sanitaire. Yeah. So just the name pass sanitaire. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like something you do after you use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's French. Well, but, on what was it? July 13th that Macron declared that they're going to roll out the pass sanitaire and that all uh, health workers have to be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And you also, sorry, had a bit of a brain gap there. Yeah, and also uh, you'll need the past sanitaire to be able to get into shopping malls, um, cafes, restaurants, um, mm. basically anywhere worth going. You need this past sanitaire, which is a, it's, it's basically the same thing as like the green pass that they had in Israel. And they're calling it the green pass in other countries, too. It's more or less a, a vaccine passport. Um, mm. They do allow for you to... Uh, get a PCR, I think. Uh, I, I don't remember if it was a PCR or an antigen test, but a test. And um, that's good for like a couple of days. And so, you know, basically you either either get the, the vaccine or um, you get a, a COVID test every three days or whatever it is. Yeah. And the, the, the test is, uh, is self-funded as well. So uh, they're not yeah. going to be providing it free mm -hmm. on the state. It's that you have to pay for it. And I think that the prices have gone up. I'm not sure exactly how much it costs, um, but it's, I don't think it's cheap. Uh, yeah. By any yeah I think I saw 200 euros. 
200. What? Right. Yeah. Hey, don't yes. you guys have socialized medicine there? Wouldn't it be free? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was actually free. was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. It, it was. It was free. It was provided. Um, but I think, of course, it's an initiative to get people um, to get the vaccine, because if you were to do the math, I mean, it's, uh, you know, 200 euros for a test that lasts for three days. Um, if you want to go anywhere or do anything kind of the other 27 days of the year uh, of the month, then you have to get another test. And so they're making it as difficult as possible Um to, uh, I mean, essentially to disguise what is a mandatory vaccination. Mm -hmm. They're saying, okay, so uh, it's not technically mandatory, but it's required to do almost anything. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. if you don't want to get a vaccine, then you have to pay massive amounts of money for private testing. And eventually, I think the hope is, is that people are going to get sick. Uh, you know, they, they're going to be sick of paying for that and they're not going to be able to afford it. And the kind of only option that they're going to have in their mind at least is to get the vaccine. Yeah. Or the COVID. <laughs> That's your choice. Do you want the vaccine or the COVID? I think I'd actually go for the COVID. Yeah, well, Dell Bigtree from the High Wire just came out a couple of days ago, and that was his strategy. He was saying the Delta variant is uh, a lot less you know, intense than other variants. And, you know, that's to be debated for sure. But that at this point, if everyone just gets it, gets the natural immunity, you know what I mean? Then mm -hmm. we can move on. Mm -hmm. Well, we can move on. They don't <laughs> yeah. seem to want to move on. No, that's that's don't the problem. <laughs> so France is, uh, well, several countries all over the world are essentially uh, enacting medical apartheid. Yeah, exactly. That's basically what this is. Yeah, exactly. And people. And I swear we talked about that before on the show. <laughs> yeah, once or twice. <laughs> but uh, there's actually been a number of protests in France. Like there was that one that was the worldwide. Um, uh, what do they call it? World uh, worldwide rally for freedom is what it was called. And that was the one that you, you saw all the different uh, cities were participating in it. And I believe that was July 24th. But mm. France had actually already been protesting um, ever since uh, Macron actually made this announcement. And they've been doing it every weekend. Mm. Um, so they are good to go. You know what I mean? These guys are on <laughs> the street and they are fighting. They're like, absolutely not. And even before that, there was an article actually in RT um, you'll actually notice that a lot of our articles this week are from RT because they're the only news agency that's really covering the protests. Everybody else seems to be pretending that they're not happening. Um, I'm not literally everybody else, but mainstream as far as mainstream sources go. Yeah. But um, there was, um, and now I've lost the article. Hold on, give me a second here. It was about the. Um, the COVID uh, testing centers getting vandalized. Here it is. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it wasn't from RT after that um, introduction. It was from the BBC. Um, COVID vaccination centers vandalized in France. Um, and basically, I mean, that's that's the story. There was two different uh, vaccination centers and they got kind of uh, ransacked, spray painted, the whole bit. Um, and it was um, a, obviously targeting... Um, these centers because they um, are so against the, uh, the the lockdowns and everything like that. There was another, uh, there was a video actually 
of the French protest that just happened um, on the weekend. And there was actually a testing center on the street. It was just a tent that was set up to do testing. And it actually got attacked. Um, people were kind of, they were shouting um, uh, collabo, like collaborator, essentially, and assassin, mm. assassin, murderer, and were, started kind of shaking the tent and, and ripping stuff down and stuff like that. So they're pissed. The French are pissed. Well, yeah, they was... have a long tradition of <laughs> protesting <Being> things. <laughs> yeah, being pissed. Like their French national anthem. Somebody was playing it on a podcast I was listening to. And all they do is talk about killing tyrants. <laughs> <laughs> like literally killing them. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a there was a, a town or a city. Um I can't find the exact name of it. It began with a P. It was like Poirent, I think it is. Um, and they actually stormed the the town hall. So you had protesters inside the town hall who were waving the um the French flag and singing anthems and whatnot. <laughs> and um and and it seems as though I mean how many how many uh, cities did you say yesterday uh, was it earlier today when we were talking about it Doug? how it many cities yeah it wasn't it wasn't the number of cities it was the number of protests like individual protests i'm not sure how they were counting that but it was four it was over 400 it was 400 and something wow okay okay yeah. so yeah you could be looking at what uh, in excess of 100 maybe 200 cities i don't know how many cities there are in France. Um, but this has been all over. Uh, and it's interesting because the media, uh, conventional media, like to downplay the numbers. So mm -hmm. on Twitter, I saw it earlier. I don't have the video up here, um, but there was the uh, like a, a video that someone had posted, they'd compiled and they'd showed the, the, um, the media's representation of how many people were protesting and below that, they saw they were showing kind of on the ground footage of the amount of people. And so the media were, were, were presenting as though there were a couple of thousand people protesting in this town. And then the videos actually showing like a, a bird's eye view kind of thing. And there were thousands. There must have been thousands. I don't know hundreds, exactly how many people. Of thousands, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have been hundreds of thousands. You had entire blocks of streets just completely roaming with people. Um, and, and so it's very interesting to see how the, yeah, the mainstream media does not cover it. And if they do, then they downplay it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think anyone who, who actually goes there to look for themselves is, is going to be surprised at the sheer amount of people who are not, uh, who are doing all that they can to say that they do not accept this. Um, it will be really interesting to see. Um, I mean, France, out of all of the European countries, at least, um, they've really taken the kind of strict measures. I don't, I don't know. I, I personally wasn't anticipating this. Um, but yeah, when Macron uh, had announced the Pass Sanitaire, um, there's, there's been a lot of, um, a lot of outcry uh, because of this. And it... I guess we'll 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 see whether eventually um, they end up lightening up on some of the measures. I think they already have. Is that correct, Doug? Like, for instance, um, 
there was uh there was they originally said that you would need a, a vaccine to enter into supermarkets but i think mm-hmm. that that was that's been changed since yeah he's pulled it put they've pulled it back somewhat um i think now um they've they've changed it to have something to do with the square footage of the place and it's really only these giant places like shopping malls and massive um uh Costco type stores, things like that. Um, because yeah, I mean, it, I, I really get the impression that they do that kind of thing on purpose. They kind of come out with some kind of announcement that is just right. over the top insane. And then they kind of pull it back. And I don't know if they're just kind of shifting the Overton window. After they or... said they would never have. Yeah. After they yeah. said they wouldn't have vaccine passports. So it was that, that five months ago, six months ago. Yeah. And I also thought it was kind of funny that Merkel came out shortly after Macron made the announcement and said, "We're not going to do that in Germany. We're not. We're not going. Just everybody, calm down. We're we're okay. We're not doing what France is doing." Yeah, uh, the UK has been saying that on numerous occasions in the past. You know, they'll they'll drip feed the idea the the idea of a, a health passport or mandatory health health like green passport kind of thing. Um, it's drip fed into the media and there'll be talk of it but then you'll have the government who will come out and say well no we're not looking it's not going to be mandatory blah 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 blah." and then you have for instance a couple of weeks ago on the 19th of july uh you have boris johnson in the uk comes out and says that mandatory vaccines will be um needed for anywhere where there are essentially large crowds. So that could be a concert, that could be some kind of other activity. It could be, you know, typically clubbing and festivals. But again, um, like this is probably just the start. And and it really demonstrates that these people can't be trusted um, because they will say one thing and then they will completely backtrack. And they might just, um, they might, bring in these new kind of restrictions but once those have been introduced they can ever so gradually ever so gradually expand the restrictions Mm -hmm. right so for now for instance it's large crowds but then it could be restaurants and then it could be you know um care homes then it could be you know you know they can they can uh, they can change it in whatever way they like Mm -hmm. and if people don't protest and if there isn't actually any genuine change um then they will take it as far as they can take it i guess yeah well didn't boris johnson even like he's quoted like a number of years ago as saying something along the lines of uh if anybody ever brought out any kind of need for id um of some kind that he would Mm -hmm. eat it in Mm -hmm. in front of the authorities i'm i'm doing a terrible paraphrase there because i don't remember exactly what he said but it was something like he was basically saying over my dead body you know yeah like he is not going to ever institute that kind of thing and now lo and behold vaccine passports yeah we also see um one of the articles we're reading the french intelligence services warning that pro-freedom anti-health past protesters pose a new terror threat and this is from rt on the 28th of july and so you start to see like this is what they're doing in the u.s we don't have protests right now like you folks have 
but you can see a whole nother agenda being kind of mounted in the US against what they call the dirty dozen or people like Dr. Mercola or Sayer G or Sherry Tenpenny as being uh, threats to domestic security. So you kind of see this happening now in this article about um, these protests, you know, these people are dangerous. They're, they're uh, dangerous to the safety of the country, right? Uh, they're, they're not going along with the, with the program. And um, it says in the article, the government is portraying normal people who value their basic freedoms as radicals all the while introducing some of the most widespread radical libricidal measures in history. So you just blame the people that you're imposing these draconian measures on mm -hmm. and you call them quote unquote terrorists. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty concerning for sure. Um, you know, again, like in the U S you can see it, like how people who've been in alternative health for years now are considered um, super spreaders of disinformation. It's all that terminology that is like an abuser imposing, you know, these ideas on the abused and it's trauma-based mind control. I mean, they're traumatizing entire countries to go along and then blame the unvaccinated, right? So even in this article, it said, uh, the government already has its scapegoat, the unvaccinated, whom French authorities are already trying to portray as selfish, extremists, marginalized, uneducated cranks. Yeah. So there you have it, you know? So it's it's plan B in case, you know, it doesn't work out. Well, well, we'll turn people against each other. And that's really where we'll see that apartheid medical apartheid become a reality. And that's one of the things that's being protested too. You know, a lot of people, it's not just mandatory vaccination or vaccine passports or anything. You can see people actually are talking about the fact that it is more or less an apartheid state that is being instituted, that you, ha you have two classes of citizens, the vaccinated, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, you know, and even, you know, despite the fact that um, vaccinated They've, they've basically found that vaccinated people still spread the disease. So really, there's no difference between the two, except one's had a shot and one hasn't. Uh, you still have two classes of citizens. Um, and the unvaccinated are uh, given fewer rights, um, f less freedom of movement, less freedom of assembly, all, all the freedoms, essentially. They're not, uh, they're not allowed to do it. So yeah, you you do see that a lot. Like the 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 signs and things like that at these protests are mentioning e either the word apartheid or second class citizens or whatever the case may be. Yeah, and we see there's numerous arrests at these protests as well. Sometimes they are becoming violent. You're seeing kind of uh, a little bit of police brutality in mm -hmm. some places, particularly in Australia, um, where yeah. it's gone full blown to totalitarian at the moment, and they have like um, police helicopters roaming around the streets. They have police door-to-door -door, uh, knocking on people's doors, essentially making sure that they are um, following the restrictions and that they're not breaking any rules. You have all kinds of crazy stuff going on in Australia, and there's been a, a load of different um, protests uh, and and lots of... Um, lots of uh, people being arrested as well. But I think a really important thing that we're seeing here uh, that's very interesting is that what they've essentially tried to do is paint 
the unvaccinated, like you were just saying, Erica, uh, these kind of second class citizens who are inherently selfish, who are um, have a complete disregard for others, well-being and others health and are therefore a danger to society. And in that respect, they don't necessarily just require police officers to police these individuals. In fact, what you'll end up with or what they're trying to do, as you can see, is that they they want the community self-policing itself in that the, the, if you have a majority of vaccinated who take upon this mindset that they are shoving down people's throats, how to look at people who do respect their own freedoms, do respect their own rights, um, and do kind of want um, individual sovereignty and autonomy. Um, if you can get the majority who are vaccinated to police the people, then... Um, then it's going to be a lot more doable, I guess, because ultimately if everyone were to protest or if everyone um, or if a significant period, uh, a significant portion of people were not going to go along with their agenda, then they would not have enough of the police to police them. Yeah. You know, they, they, it's just a, it's a, it's a question of manpower. I mean, they simply do not have the manpower to police that many people and force them to do something against their will. But when you start introducing, you know, people policing other people, when it comes to, um, you know, emotional manipulation, you have family, you have friends, you have your job, you have your work colleagues, etc. Um, I think that's where it, really where it gets dangerous and highly effective as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly effective. And so ultimately, at this point, we don't know how far it's actually going to go, because if it if it comes uh, simply down to the government policing the population, I I don't think that they've got that amount of power. Uh, just yet you know i don't think that they can physically do it um and i think that we see this with the sheer number of people who are protesting on the streets mm-hmm. i think if this carries on then you know then they're not physically going to be able to mandate a vaccine they can't physically force that amount of people to get it um so they need to find other ways to convince people to do it um and that's yeah well i guess we'll see how that ultimately plays out well already well, in australia in- they're using the army to enforce uh, lockdowns and hand out fines, but they made a point uh, to say that these army personnel will not be armed and they'll be under the, the well, under the, uh, the police will be over them, basically. Yeah. But, uh, but then, yeah. yet they're also having their citizens uh, in, in Australia, you know, uh, report. Like, yeah. a, what did it say? A strike force is set up right at the moment that continues to ask for people to bring forward any video files or telephone yeah. footage that they have of behavior. And, you know, it's just like what happened during the lockdowns. It's the same strategy. Again, they're not super creative. They're like, well, turn to, turn in your neighbors if you see them walking their dog or something. And now you have the same kind of thing, like the snitch culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Australia has gone off the hook, I'd say. They are, it's crazy down there. You've got the army on the streets, massive police forces out. I think it's because, you know, when they first announced that they were going to go back into lockdown um, after they had been in lockdown already for a crazy amount of time, and I think they were out for a little while, and then they basically said, okay, we're going back in again. That's like, there was a big protest, and there was violence, and there was, you know, um, a, a real pushback. Um, and I think that that's why they've clamped down now. Like, that's why you're seeing, they're kind of like, well, okay, we're not fooling around anymore. 
where we're actually like, this is police state time. You know, like I saw a Twitter video of a helicopter in the air, like announcing, like, go home. You're not allowed to be outside, blah, blah, blah. This is a health emergency, et cetera, et cetera. Like really dystopian, like movie stuff going on down there. Apparently you have to scan QR codes to go anywhere. Like QR codes are everywhere and you have to be scanning all over the place. Uh, I should say, I don't think this is an, all over Australia. I think it's specifically in in Sydney or maybe New South Wales in general, but but it's 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 not the entire country. Nonetheless, it's crazy. And I think Victoria too is what was another mm. portion. Yeah, state of Victoria. They only had eleven new cases, and this is where the premier right. Daniel Andrews blasted the protesters. Uh, for putting many people in real danger. And then he went on to say, we can't vaccinate against selfishness. And these people (laughs) should be ashamed, absolutely ashamed. It's just wrong. So again, like that, you know, disapproving parent, like how dare you uh, buck authority and you need to do what we tell you. And then helicopters are definitely psychological warfare too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to dehumanize uh, these people, I think, in, in, in the eyes of the masses. Um, they're using words like violent, filthy, and risky behavior. They're referring to them as disgusting. You know, it's like, uh, that's, that's a little bit odd, right? Why are they trying to do that? Well, I think uh, one of the people, the officials in Australia referred to the protesters as boof heads or something like that. Maybe that's like <laughs> a really bad Australian word, but they're really trying their hardest to dehumanize anybody who goes out and, you know, agitates for their freedom. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, just, that's, that's what it is. Anybody who is um, trying to assert themselves and maintain their freedoms is called selfish. Like how selfish of you have want to be free. It's absolutely selfish. You should be just following orders and doing what you're told. Otherwise you are selfish. It's just such a stupid thing. It's ridiculous when you actually like sit and think about it for a second. It's like, hold on. How is that selfish? But if you look at your country, yeah, if you look at your countrymen, yeah, like children, you know, shaming is a, is a, as we've talked about for the last year and a half is a very effective tool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Makes me mad. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I don't know if they realize this or maybe this is part of the whole plan, but like the harder they come down, the authorities, the harder they come down, the more they show what they're really up to and who they really are. I mean, every time they you know, send out the police to arrest a bunch of protesters, beat up protesters or issue masks or call people names just because they don't want to be vaccinated. They're just showing who they really are. And they're waking more people up into what is really going on. Like, do they know that? (laughs) Yeah. 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 They, they expose themselves, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, they're, they're at risk. There's a major risk that they're going to have some kind of, we will see come on of like a fracturing right mm-hmm. because if, for instance in italy um there's videos of the protests in florence and the police there's like tens or dozens of, of police officers who took their helmets off and were joining in with the protests yeah you know now i mean i really find it hard to believe that 
the every single one of the police officers who are enforcing this stuff, um, that all of them agree with it. You know, because ultimately they're just ordinary human beings like anyone else. And you have varied opinions, varied beliefs. Now, it's I suspect it could quite easily get to a point where the powers that be push it so far that you're going to end up seeing like factions break off of the police, for instance, or in the military. You've already got uh, various people within the military or you know, like factions within the military who don't want to have the vaccine, for instance, you know, who kind of trying to protest against that and try to fight for their rights in that respect. So, you know, whilst it looks as though it's it's one uh, kind of enforcing body, it's like it's all made up of human beings who have their own thoughts and beliefs and perceptions. And so uh, if they push it too far, then... You know, uh, it might get to the point where uh, they push people so far that there is a very strong backlash and that, you know, there's I, I don't know. Maybe that's the intention, though, as I was saying, with these accusations about people being terrorists, you know what I mean? Like to push people to the point where they do get violent, mm-hmm. you know, because then they're to easier to that control. They are terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think, guys? Have we covered this or is there more to say? Yeah. I mean, there was lots more protests around the world. There were like you were mentioning Italy. There was Greece as well, um, like Amsterdam. all over the place. Amsterdam. Slovakia. Yeah, Slovakia as well. Toronto. Huh? But Toronto peeps out in the streets. Um, yeah, so... Let's hope that this continues, I guess, as a way to conclude. Um, yes. it's, it, was, it's, I, it really was refreshing to see people finally have had enough and are starting to come out. You know, not that there haven't been protests before, because there have. Um, you know, during the lockdowns and things like that, there have been other protests. But this one really, like, the fact that you're seeing it everywhere and it's kind of blowing up all at once really kind of, um, yeah, is heartening. I, I like to see it. And hopefully uh, it will make some kind of difference. Yeah, I just want to add to that as well. Um, I think it's amazing to see, you know, the sheer number of people and how it's all kind of come about in such a short period of time. And it's like a a united stand, uh, a big F you to the to the power system saying, no, we do not accept this. We do not comply, you know we our voices deserve to be heard kind of thing you know remember who you serve you serve the people um and that's the problem with with the elites you know they 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 don't serve the people they never did serve the people um but ultimately um what i wanted to say was that i think that uh there's a statistic somewhere that you know we we see the sheer amount of people on the streets what how many thousands um what we have to remember is that that does not account for all of the people who can see and who would be of right mind to protest, mm-hmm. right? That, that's only a percentage. I don't know how, how many percent of the people who actually went out compared to the people who can see it and who do support the protest, but didn't go, you know, I'd imagine that there's a large amount of people who, um, who have, who, who are in complete in complete agreement, but who, 
did not attend those protests. And so, you know, the thing that we are seeing here is a, a much uh, this kind of sentiment, perhaps among a, a much larger um, group of the population. And to see these protests is good because what that does for these people, you know, they don't, they no longer feel alone. They, 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 um, you know, they, they can see that actually they're not crazy. They're not conspiracy theorists. They are, um, their, their position is valid. And I think that that is one of the things that is so effective when you isolate people from one another, when you lock them down, you keep them separate, you prevent them from um, communicating with others. And ultimately it can make people feel as though they're isolated, as if they're the only people who, who think the way that they do, as, as if they have no one that they can relate to. And so just seeing that there's all of these people across all around the world is, is great. Not for just myself and us, us guys looking at it uh, from our positions, but also all the other people who didn't have the chance to participate, but can see that they are not alone, you know, or all yeah. the people who aren't really aware, they might have a suspicion that something fishy is happening, but, and I think that's one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why mainstream doesn't cover these protests in much detail. They don't want those people who are kind of on the fence to jump over to the other side. They want to keep all the people who are asleep asleep. Mm-hmm. But seeing these protests for those people, I think it's doing a lot to get people to start questioning things. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. All Let's right. see how it plays out. Indeed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've all got our fingers crossed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, okay. Thanks, everybody, for joining us uh, on this episode. We will be back with next week with another exciting subject for us to talk about. Um, be sure to like and subscribe if you so desire. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.